This is Love on Wax. I'm Jack Probst, former record store nerd, and I'd like to introduce you to my wife and partner, Brittany Quiava. Hello. So, this week for our first episode, we listened to the 2008 self-titled debut from the band Crystal Castles. Brittany, had you heard this record before? Nope. First time. All right. Well, I heard it many times. In 2008, we were playing that every time we DJed, every time we were working at the record store. It's repetitive. It's electronic. It sounds like video games. But let me ask you, what did you think about it? That's a really open-ended question. Isn't it? (laughs) Well, I had a really good time sitting there with you listening to it. It had a lot of manic energy. Most Um, definitely. Yeah. I definitely see why it's something you like a lot. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to jump to the part of the podcast that is not as much fun. Again, like, this is a record that you enjoyed, yes? Yeah, yeah. It was very, um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And it's very, for me, it's very of a time, you know, it's like a time capsule. So Alice Glass left the band in 2014 and was like, it's over, blah, blah, blah. In 2017, she accused him of, like, they met when she was 15 and he was an adult. And he essentially groomed her. He, you know, there was non-consensual sex. There was stalking, manipulation, intimidation and isolation violence just like he always had to be in control he um he was he like was in control of her diet and her finances and her clothing and and he was just this monster so where i'm at in this discussion is this album that was so essential to my life at that time can i listen to it and enjoy it with this knowledge It's a similar thing, you know, can I watch a Woody Allen movie? Most of those you shouldn't anyway, but like, can I watch the ones I like? Now that things have come out about what was going on behind the scenes, like, how do I treat this record now? You don't have to have an answer for it either, but that, that kind of like that people are having these kinds of discussions. So now that you say that, Um, It brings me back to a thought I had while listening to the record. I really enjoy the music, but the vocals seemed so painful and childlike that it almost, I wanted them gone. And I just wanted to listen to, to the music, the electronic music, Um, with the, the exception of the last track. Or like, you know, where they truly added something. But for the most part, I did not need them. Um, And it makes me think of that a little bit differently um, now that I know the background. Um, Now I kind of want to hear what she has to say. Yeah. Um, A lot of what I got was from an article in The Guardian from when it when she announced all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a lot of articles that have been written about, you know, he tried to sue her, but it was dismissed in court. Um, 
it's in like the so the second song where where you hear her like that screechy the first time you hear her that screechy voice coming in as opposed to the ones that are more like manipulated you know like with a computer or whatever she she was a that very first song she was a teenager like she was this is when things started he had her sing on these on this song and then like shelved it but threw it up on myspace and then it started getting of course yeah myspace, MySpace yeah <laughs> it, it started getting really you know big and things went snowballed from there but like i chose this record because i love it and because it is now pro- very problematic to think about when you listen to it i think the bit just the problem i have with a lot of this stuff is it's like should i not necessarily can i enjoy this anymore but should i you know do you though when you listen just now were you able to separate the circumstances from the music your enjoyment of the music you know i thought that i might have to when it came time to us actually like sitting down and listening to it that because I didn't tell you about that all of that beforehand and so I thought oh maybe I'm gonna have to hide this but I I did enjoy it just like I did in 2008 it it's very it's a record that it just I mean it it meant a lot to me at the time but then also now to think you know somebody was suffering while I was enjoying this thing is I don't know. Like, I can still listen to it. I can still separate it, but I feel guilty, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's hard to reconcile. Like, it wasn't the, just this one man benefiting from the production of this record. I'm I'm assuming that she is still benefiting from, like, the sales and royalties of this record and... I don't know. I really, I really struggle with this. Um, And I'm not sure if there's an answer on whether we should listen to and enjoy this record still, or if we should shelve it and appreciate it for what it is. Um, I'm curious to know, like to what extent she had in the production of the music, like, you know, was this mostly, I don't want to support him, but I want to support her. But by supporting this record, I'm doing both. Um, I don't know. I just don't want to, I don't know what the answer is. So part of what I read, I don't have all the details in front of me, but she claims that, well, that he was in control of her finances. Essentially he was taking the money and just giving her like an allowance more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, and that she has never seen equal profits on any of their stuff that she's been on. Like, I own this record, you know, like I'm not as a record, not as a streaming, as a I'm buying it on iTunes or whatever. I own the record. I paid the money um, a million years ago. Maybe, you know, like maybe it's not as big a deal because I'm not adding to 
royalties or you're, whatever. They're not getting their the, 10 cents from Spotify streams or Every time I yeah. listen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and I don't necessarily think there's like a good answer or an easy answer for something like this because it's being discussed about so many you know, filmmakers and musicians and movie stars and, you know. Yeah, I think for me, it comes down to what does Alice Glass want? Does she want us to continue to listen to and appreciate her music, regardless of the circumstances? Because it is something that she did put effort into and is huge part of her life and does she want us to ignore that or does she want us to listen and know her her story yeah I I would just want to know what she thinks I don't think it's really our call on what anyone should do in these situations I think of art that I have made in painful times in my life and I wouldn't want anyone to enjoy them less I want it to make people think about those things that I went through um if they know the situation I mean I don't think anybody looking at one of my paintings is is going to know the extent of the abuse that I endured (laughs) but I wouldn't hide that from anyone or I wouldn't want anyone to shield themselves from it for my benefit but that's my opinion as the artist Mm -hmm. you know there are a lot of times that we hear music and things that we like and we don't know the full story um We could be unknowingly supporting predators, abusers, um, really troubled people. And that could be part of the reason they make art is because they're struggling with those things within themselves. But, um, you know, on one end of the spectrum, you can say there's no way to know um, the ethics or the circumstances behind a piece of art that you happen to hear or happen to see or watch. But at the other end of the spectrum, should we be more conscious consumers of our of the art that we consume? Like, should we fully research things? Or is that going to shield us from things that could truly make a positive impact on our lives. I don't think there are any answers to this, but it's something I think everyone has to decide for themselves. Even if there's no answer, I don't like, I think it still is like the closest thing is that you as a person need to decide that and what you want to do with it. I guess. Or what you want to... Do you still want to consume this media? Yeah. You know, I'm... As difficult as these kinds of conversations are, 
I'm looking forward to listening to more controversial music with you. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'm going to have to see what I have. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. I think that was a really great, uh, or unwrap. Uh, I think this is a really great first episode um, of Love on Wax. So thank you for joining us. I'm Jack. I'm Brittany. And keep dropping that needle. <laughs>